I'm so disappointed you didn't like Gravity Falls. Oh, it's originally a Disney Channel series. That's that was my first question on my notes. So you you absolutely have to like see the cartoon and I guess enjoy that some to get this show or book. Maybe, but it's made by Alex Hirsch. He was like best friends with Justin Roiland, so. There's oh, all these okay. Easter eggs of Gravity Falls all throughout Rick and Morty every, every time. Okay, there's I could so so I cool. got a Rick and Morty vibe. Rick, I wrote Rick and Morty in my notes actually, so yeah, that makes sense. But oh well, let's nice. let's get into that in a minute here, um, dude. I finally went to Bottles uh, and got like oh yeah mixed six pack. Oh dude, I got like just six fancy beers. It was like a it was a thirty five dollars six pack. But uh, yeah, I, I accidentally <laughs> went in there last week. When I bought the uh, the or two weeks ago, when I had those chocolate ice yeah. cream uh, cake stouts, I accidentally spent fifty bucks. Fuck. I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, it's just I started grabbing a bunch of them, and then I'm like looking at the prices. It's like, holy, this is an eleven dollar can of beer. What the fuck? So I like decided to keep it single digits per beer. You know, uh, I got that narwhal Smart. one that you got. That one is pretty strong. Nice. I I like drank only that one last night. And then I felt kind of like hung over this morning. It was like really strong. <laughs> <laughs> it has really cool artwork on it too. It does. Yeah. It's like a big stupid whale. It's cool. Uh, I have single cut. Uh, I don't know. Everything's too small. Some sort of uh, what it says brewed with chocolate, vanilla and milky sugar or milk sugar. Fuck. What milk kind of beer sugar. is this? I can't find out. Some of these beers labels are like. Is it a stout? Yeah, it's a stout, but it's kind of like a light stout. Hmm. It's good, though. It has like a brown structure on it. I don't know. It's a a weird thing. Send me a picture of that can. Okay, I will. Check it out. All right, I'll do that right now. Um, The other one I got is called Fantastic Voyage. I have that one sitting next to me here. I haven't tried it yet, but I'll try it later. This one's at like also 11%, so it should be good. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. It is a... Yeah, Imperial Stout with Coconut is what it says here. Do you know that one hmm. that um that I sent you a picture of? I have not tried that one, no. All right. It's pretty good. I, I don't I'll mind it. I'll look for it next time. It's good. Um, I think it's only like 5 or 6% or something, though. It just seems uh, light for a stout. Damn, dude. Fancy beers, man. I really missed fancy beers. Holy fuck. It's been like, this is the first time this year I've drank a fancy beer. So fucking good. Oh, wait. You had White Claws, like, Two weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. Fancy. Yeah. Fancy Flavored enough. reserves. I mean, it doesn't get classier than that. Right. Man, it was, it was it was fun going into Bottles. It's just like it's just like you're in a candy store. Uh, for those that don't know, Bottles know. is a local beer store here that sells like a bunch of craft beers. And you could get like a six pack and just like mix whatever weird craft beers you want in it. It's cool. Um, so that's what I, I did. 101 varieties of beer at all times. Oh yeah, the 101 thing. Yeah, they have like a bar in there too. I saw people are sitting outside of it now. Um so I guess you can yeah. go there and hang out. But uh but I didn't it's cool. I never realized before that it's aside from like uh fancy craft beers and shit, it's also a bourbon bar. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. I think it's I think it's Wednesdays or Tuesdays they have like specials on all their mixed bourbon drinks at the bar. Hell yeah. I've never actually gone to their bar before. Um, I know that I've been there once or twice when I was living in Kent. When I was living there, they had just like remodeled to put in the bar. So it was like still a brand new thing back a couple of years ago. 
Um, so everyone go to 101 Bottles in Kent. All right, sponsor. Tom Giraffes have Black yeah. Tongue sent you. For $150 off your next order. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them we sent you. Roughly. Roughly. <laughs> so get a lot. Get a lot of stuff. Ralph called me today and he was trying to walk me through, like, setting up the switch. Yeah. And I still, for whatever reason, cannot get it to fucking connect to the Wi-Fi. So he suggested I might need to get, he's thinking that maybe there was a system update. And since mine oh. won't connect to the internet, it can't update. So he said I should get this little adapter that he saw in this YouTube video that someone was using and just get like a LAN connection for it and see if it can update then. Okay. So I had Bob one off of Amazon for like seven or eight blocks. So hopefully that'll fix it. Yeah, hopefully. Damn, you got a switch. Can't even play online. What games did you start? Yeah. Uh, I've been playing Ultimate Alliance 3. Cool. I tried that Hyrule Warriors. Uh-huh. Yeah, I also have the the Mario one, but I didn't really get into that at all. Uh, I played some Marvel and some Resident Evil three today. Nice. There's there's way more jump scares in Resident Evil three than I was expecting. Really? Yeah. I mean, there a couple of moments where I wasn't paying attention, and like I looked up and I'm like, oh shit, Nemesis is killing me. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. He does kind of just like jump out of nowhere every once in a while. Yeah, that's true. Great game, Nemesis, dude. Fucking badass. He's okay. He's no Carlos. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's let's get this All train on the tracks. Fuck. There we go. Shit. Hold on. My fucking soundboard isn't up here. Someone so, someone wasn't prepared. This is a disaster. Uh, and I can't find the whistle now. Where the fuck is it? Okay, here we go. Did you even hear that? Fuck. I did not. Damn it. I'll pretend I did. Cool. <laughs> There, I all heard right, that. All right, Fuck yeah, all aboard. Dude. Nailed it. Yeah, we got there. That was so flawless. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Welcome everyone to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. I'm Dave. And I'm Donnie. Ralph was uh is busy tonight so um it's just gonna be us two today today we're gonna talk about the amazing mary jane volume one we're gonna talk about gravity falls lost legends and we are gonna talk about the new star girl series we had kind of a change of plans today here so we are gonna have on a rioter from uh who was in Cleveland during the riots and talked to him, but that fell through. So uh, we're doing this today. Uh, we said we were going to read Darth Vader, what dark Lord of the Sith it's, or whatever even, volume one. So I don't think it's even called dark Darth Vader. At least the version I found and was starting. And I think it might've been the right one. It's called like Darth Sith order or something. Uh, there, dude. So there's a lot of Darth Vader books, but um, yeah, this one was like a, 2017 book i think uh and it was like darth vader colon dark lord dark sith fuck i can't remember anymore but something about being a sith and dark and all that so since we changed the plan here we just decided to go with the comics episode so we're just gonna sort of cut the darth vader one because dave didn't have time to read it um we figured it's more important to just record something but darth vader though um i read it so just real quick i'll just just to uh, say it's uh okay 
I don't care about Star Wars. I was hoping Ralph would carry us with the Star Wars talk. But uh, the only cool <laughs> thing, the only thing I liked about it was uh, Darth Vader had to like get a lightsaber. And I guess to be a Sith, you have to, you have to uh, take one in battle or whatever, instead of just picking one up, like, you know, say it a million of them. But he has to like fight this like uh, surviving Jedi who's like a hermit. And he's just like this no shirt wearing chest scar having gray bearded awesome dude he, he's awesome man i like that jedi a lot it sounds like a cool character he was a really cool character but he died like an idiot like he was fighting he could definitely kick darth vader's ass and then as they're fighting darth vader like starts uh using the force to fuck with the town below and he's like no don't do that and he's like watching him do it like no why'd you do that no why did you kill those people and then darth vader just kills him while he's saying no about this and expressing that he doesn't approve so that was a stupid way to die, but it was cool when he was first introduced. So that's all we'll say about it. Uh, that and I found a funny review that I want to read. I'll just play the drop right quick. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! This is one star, and it's called Scream, spelled with a four instead of an A. So Scree 4 n Fuck this person. Yeah. Fuck this person. <laughs> and he says, Star Wars is not the best thing in the world. I'm not a bad one, and I don't lie about it, but you can't make me like it. But if you don't like Darth Vader, egghead, I'm not sure what to say to you in that case. I don't lie about anything else, question mark, exclamation point, many exclamation points, question mark, upside down, question mark, zero nine. You're having fun with this pages but it periodically update software cuz and of the world uh, world emoji world emoji in on it question mark so is it dave can you answer his question yes all right good all right yes it is so, that's the answer right <laughs> yeah i guess sure fuck it so i just thought that review was too funny i just wanted to read that one i enjoyed that if it if it wasn't for him doing that lamest shit, like <laughs> spelling words with numbers in place of vowels, dumbass yeah. fucking little cunt millennial, like gamer bullshit, this would have been the greatest review ever. And I would be a fan of this cats, but fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I enjoyed your, the review still. I think it's funny to spell scream with the four. All right. So that's, I <laughs> hate that so much. I hate it so fucking much. <laughs> I'm not even the grammar Hitler here. You are. Yeah, right? I fucking detest when people do that. Especially, it's not like there's a gamer tag that's in use, and so he has to, like, settle for it. It's a fucking review. He can easily use the A button. What a dick. Maybe his A button's broken. Maybe. I hope. (laughs) It better be. Seriously, fuck this guy. You still had to write the review. I mean, it, it it was vital that he got that out there for us. Right. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad he wrote that review. All right. So that was the Star Wars thing. We're just going to kind of cut that, though, for the most part. That's the important stuff, since you didn't have time to read it because of our sudden change of plans here. So uh, speaking of cartoons. Speaking of plan changes, Dipper had to do that on the fly a couple of times. Oh, right? In all those wacky adventures. Yeah, he did. Fuck yeah. Yeah, good one. Nailed good it. one. Gravity Falls, Lost Legends. What'd you think about this book then? I think you liked it more than me. I fucking loved it. All right, why? 
to be hold on a second because that transition was so perfect that would have worked on the mj book too oh fuck that's right god damn it that probably would have yeah. worked even better all right we'll we'll use it we'll again use, I'll, repeat it, I'll repeat it next time and use it for mj okay okay good we'll just use that again that's fucking good all right <laughs> but uh i'm a diehard gravity falls fan i it, it was a cartoon series on uh Toon or Toon Disney or Disney XD. It was like one of the like offshoot Disney cartoon channels. Uh, I think it just ended like two or three years ago. But yeah, man, it was such a fucking great, hilarious show. Adam Warrock, he and a buddy that he lived by in Memphis, they used to have a podcast just reviewing each episode. And I, I'd already caught it like once or twice, just like randomly, and was like, oh, this is actually way funnier than I would have ever expected from a Disney show. Hmm. But I started listening to that all the time, and that got me even more into it. Adam Warrock, even at one point in time, wrote a rap song for it that they were going to start using in like advertisements for season two. But I guess something came up, and like Disney never actually approved it, and then they canceled the show before season three. But man, you, you gotta you gotta go through and at least watch a couple episodes of this to appreciate just how fucking amazingly funny it is. Okay. I recognize the kid from a meme, but that was that was all I knew about it. Uh, someone hands him the piece of paper, you know, and it says, "You you just have a blank piece of paper. You put the funny thing on there, and then he says, wow, this is worthless.'" And uh, everyone yeah, laughs. Okay. Yeah. There's another meme. I don't. Did you see Waddles the pig at all in this? Uh, the girl had a pig. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. The girl yeah, had a pig okay. in her backpack or something. So there's also a meme. A very dirty adult meme. Ooh. There's a scene where Waddles like eats, I think it's like mashed potatoes or something, and he just has like <laughs> white shit oh. over his face. And people always like make a like blowjob joke about how like how like he'll tell you you're pretty even when you look at him like th- and you look like this or something. I forget how it goes, but it's Waddles the pig, which is Mabel's pet from this show. Oh so cool. that's a that's a popular one that he, they used. I think I have seen that and one then, before. Awesome. And then all over like Twitter and all over the internet for a couple of years, there's a vomiting uh, gnome that's barfing a rainbow that was fucking everywhere. That's also from this. Oh. Yeah. So Shmebulok, like, uh, you're not going to get any of why that's funny. Like, that's the only thing he can say on the entire show. And like uh, all the other gnomes, they all have like normal names. Like it's one of the first episodes. It might be like episode one or two, actually. But they try to kidnap Mabel and force her to be their uh, gnome queen. And it's like a five guys in a trench coat sort of type of scenario, except they're not kids, they're gnomes. They all introduce themselves. And it's like, my name is Jeff. This is Brian. This is Carl. This is Pete. What's your name? I always forget. And he's like, Shmebulok. That's fucking funny. Yeah, hilarious. Jokes. Wow. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Five guys in a trench coat. Uh, are they standing around Mabel who's sitting on a couch? Wait, what is that? From a, the episode, but that's where that guy who's hosting this, Shmebulok the gnome. Uh-huh. That's what he's from. Okay. Big funny. Yeah. <laughs> this is J.K. Simmons' greatest role ever as an actor was on this show. Oh, shit. Okay, now I'm in. J.K. Simmons. He put, yeah, he's Ford. That's cool. I like that. Uh, Kristen Kristen Shaw was Mabel. Jason Ritter was Dipper. Uh, Linda Cardellini from Freaks and Geeks. She was Wendy. And then Alex Hirsch was everyone else, pretty much. 
John DiMaggio, Bender from Futurama. He, oh. he played a couple characters in it. Well, what the fuck am Will I reading Forte? a comic book oh, for? All awesome characters. What am I reading a comic I mean, book then? I mean, I can't hear these awesome, this awesome cast. Because you forced us to watch Stargirl instead of watching this for this episode. I didn't know that was an option. I, I, I don't know about oh. this. Watching Gravity Falls is always an option, my friend. Uh, well, I, I've never even heard of this show before. That's on you. Okay. I thought this was something similar to like that uh, Skyward story or something. Like, oh, is this about like the gravity doesn't work anymore? But no, that I, I was very surprised to find that it was a uh, Disney show. Yeah. Anyway, what do you think of the comic book then? So I don't know what the timeline is for this, but it seems like it came out like right after the series wrapped up. Okay. And if, oh, if that yeah. is the case, then it's a great little like finish up tie-in piece. Because immediately all throughout, right out of the gate, they're all making references to shit that happened on the shows. So you're not going to get any of those, but like Pacifica shows up asking for help in the very first volume and they keep talking about how like Dipper had to save her and her family from a ghost like that happened on the show and uh I loved it like cool (laughs) yeah (laughs) all right that was a great great thought right there that was coherent yeah I know at the very end the uh gnome was talking about hey we should we should bring it back for another season right bring it back he was like saying that heavily so I think it must be this must have been after it was canceled a couple of the stories here, then. This is framed by a gnome who is uh, going to read you some old tales or whatever about, you know, these people. The way they present this is they have a, the gnome's like, all right, here's the four books. And that just like has a shot of the, uh, a panel of the table that he's looking at. And that's how it tells you like, oh, there are four stories. I forget what the line was exactly, but he's like, yeah, this is what we call a table of content or a table of content. Contents. What the fuck is that word? Table of contents. Context, yeah. yeah. So there, there you go. Big funny jokes. We all laughed at that. But I think it's uh, one too many. This is one too many because the stories were a little bit long. I didn't actually read the last story. I just just uh, scrolled through it and that was it. I just couldn't take any. I said, come on. They're telling me too many. Three. Rule the threes. Come on. Four. What the fuck is this? Even numbers. What an asshole. Yeah. If you're going to do a... In, anthology thing three that's the rule it's always been the rule they should know that this is a tv show every tv show it's always three this is a comic book based off of tv show so so that's what i'm saying they should know that anyway the first story was about um the Face girl off. yeah pacifica was trying to become more beautiful makes a deal with the devil or whatever and they go to like some weird magic black market because they had some magic journals or something and then uh hilarity ensues uh, the second one is the one that I hated the most because I had flashbacks to fucking Mystery Science Theater 3000. It reminded me way too much of that because they were doing all the comic book parodies. I thought you were going to say you had flashbacks to that Dial H for Hero or whatever that one was that we read. That one too. Where they like swapped back and forth between like a Transformers story and like whatever else. Yeah. I don't, you know what? I hate comic book parodies. I don't like this at all. Any any comic book parody where it's like, oh, now we're doing this style, now we're doing this style. It's always the same styles. It's boring as fuck. You do all the same jokes. I hate it. And um, I hope I never have to read one again. But then at the very end of that story, though, they redeem themselves. Not redeem themselves. Um, actually, I think they just stole from our podcast because the the one character, their uncle or whatever, had a comic that he wrote. And 
you know, it's like, oh, you got to put out your comic book. So he does. And some kid picks it up. He's like, oh, a book for kids that has swears in it. Cool. I'm buying this one. I feel like that's a GHBT review right there. Come on. You guys are ripping us off. That's what, that's our thing. I sold that to Alex Hirsch. You motherfucker. For... Where's my cut? I was a fan. We worked out a deal. God damn it. Anyway, I like that line, though. That was a funny line. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Grunkle Stan is great. He seems cool. I don't know anyone who has a great uncle or a great aunt, but I had never heard the word grunkle until this show. I didn't know what it meant until somebody actually said great uncle. Then I'm like, oh, I thought it was just some stupid nickname. Okay, their next story was the uh, Rick and Morty ripoff where they're like doing the interdimensional stuff and there's like all the different versions of not, maybe. Not a ripoff. Oh, this well. It predates it? Rick and Morty. Oh, okay, then the Rick, Rick and Morty. Justin Roiland, Alex Hirsch's good friend borrowed from this he took inspiration from alex hirsch mm. that's probably why he has so many gravity falls easter eggs all throughout rick and morty like uh they don't have bill cypher doesn't appear at all in this but there's a, a long-running villain on the show who is basically just like a tr- the triangle from the back of like the dollar bills yeah. the illuminati triangle with like a top hat okay and he's like this mind fucking monster character so he always makes appearances all throughout like Rick and Morty. And then there's occasional times where like anytime they'll like switch to like uh the Citadel of Ricks or Morty's where where anytime they have like a thousand Mortys in the background, they'll always like dress one or two up as Dipper and Mabel. Oh, okay. Cool. And then the last story was uh some sort of flashback story. I don't know. It was like a young version of the uh of the uncles or whatever they are. Are they both their uncles of the kids? Or wait, what's they're the deal? twins? Okay. They're yeah, they're their great uncles. Okay. They're twins and then the two kids are twins. Alright, gotcha. A lot of lot of twins, I guess. Yeah, because Alex Hirsch has a twin sister and she makes a couple of occasional like voice appearances in the show. Okay. So that's uh that's all the notes I had. I mean yeah, sure, they're making references. I don't I don't they're over my head. But how about you? What else you got about this? Yeah, you would definitely need some frame of reference from the TV show to get most of these jokes. So without that, you're probably going to hate this sort of like you did. Yeah. So I'd only recommend it if you've actually like watched the show. But I fucking loved it. If you like the show, you're going to fucking love this thing. All right. So any, any more notes on that? Not really, I guess, since no one's really going to get them. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I mean, I'm not going to get them. Maybe, maybe a listener would. I mean, if there's, give us one cool thing then. I actually, like, I haven't watched the show so much. I really liked that second story with just all the various, like, artwork depictions of all the characters. I uh, love that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Cool. read this watch the show and then read this immediately afterwards well there you have it everyone david david three mystery books out of three i think it was a little bit long i don't know i wouldn't read it again uh do you want to hear some reviews about it though i do all right read some fucking reviews you cuck okay so um, I pull these reviews really quick here. There's like there's like 800 reviews to sift through. I just skipped to the one star ones, and uh, they all basically said the same thing. One star, item damaged. 
description is my Damn book it. was damaged. And then the, another one was a uh, one star for um, the poor quality control. The book I received was not cut properly before binding. So I guess this was a real shittily made book. Uh, I had no problem reading it online. So there you go. In fact, it looked, yeah. it looked good online. I will, I'll give it that. It looked good. Definitely did. Yeah. All right. So speaking of changed plans. Boom. The Amazing Mary Jane. She also had to change a lot of plans in this book. Boy, did they. Oh, yeah. All right. So this is about uh, Mary Jane from the Spider-Man series being in California as an actress working on a Mysterio movie directed by what turns out to be Mysterio. From there, hilarity ensues and um, they eventually make a movie about Mysterio's life that is sympathetic to him. His uh, magnum opus is what he calls it. Was it was it hilarity that ensued? Because it was mostly just like just like weird, boring, dumb shit. Difficulty after difficulty and budget restraint yeah. after budget restraint. Yeah, I learned so much about like the movie making process and the uh, financing from this book. Yeah, dude, that's the shit that goes down. I, and you know, this movie or fuck, no, not movie. Well, movie is about Mysterio, but this comic book should also just be about Mysterio. I think it'd be better because. Every problem that Mysterio had, Mary Jane's like, oh, hey, you can do this. And Mysterio's like, oh, right. That's, yeah, I could do that. You're so fucking, you're so smart. Thank you so much for being such a smart, strong, independent, funny woman, Mary Jane. Thank you so much. That's all this really was, was uh, getting them getting into jams, Mysterio getting frustrated, and then Mary Jane saving the day, and then Mysterio kissing her feet. Yeah, it it is... Shocking how uh, how many uh, jams Mary Jane had to bail him out of. Like every single fucking other page. Some new problem ensues and like MJ has to figure it out for him. Yeah, it's shocking that she successfully figures it out time after time again, too. It's like, come on. This is a bad guy. You're just, she's, she's only helping once she finds out it's Mysterio. She's only helping just because Mysterio seems so pathetic uh, when telling her about it. Why would you go jump through all these hoops just for, like, some guy who's always been kind of an asshole? Uh, Spider-Man made some appearances, though. That was fun. One thing that was pretty stupid was they were talking on the phone, and Mary Jane's like, Oh, come on, Peter. Let's have a let's have an over-the-phone dance party. It's like, so, oh, what am I reading? What is this? All right, so Spider-Man, Marvel hates and is not will not allow Spider-Man to be depicted as an adult adult. Yeah. He could be like a college-aged kid adult at the oldest, but he can't be like a married, like, late 20s and early 30s hero because they fucking hate writing stories for him as that. But yet in this, he's old enough to, like, sext with Mary Jane and have, like, Skype jerk-off calls with her, which yeah. I found, like, shockingly weird. Well, I mean, you could do that at any age at high school, right? In high school and college. I think, sure, why not? Because he's Spider-Man. need more jerk-off calls. He's supposed, be, he's supposed to be, like, wholesome. I don't know, he's always shooting around his cum webs everywhere, so it's not how wholesome can he really be? Yeah, why would he have designed a, uh, a part of his costume that looks so sort of pornographic if it wasn't, like, supposed to be dirty? Yeah. Why would he do that? Oh, and speaking of that Mysterio movie, 
I would much rather watch a movie about Mysterio than watch a movie about fucking Morbius. Like, why, what, why, why would they give Morbius a movie? I'm still baffled by that. That's so weird. Come on, Mysterio's way more interesting. Mysterio had his movie. No, he was a villain. I want to see. I don't want to see a Spider-Man movie with Mysterio. I just want to see a movie called Mysterio. I want to see a movie called Up in Smoke or something from the Ashes. What is this called? I can't remember. Oh, it's like oh god damn it, Up in Smoke. Um, Up in Smoke from the Ashes. Okay, Down in Flames, Up in Smoke. Yeah, that's what I want to see it called. Yeah, I'd watch that. I do like that Up in Smoke thing with Mary Jane. That's funny. That's a clever name. Oh, ha ha ha. Just got that <laughs> marijuana joke. S- smoking weed, yeah. Cool. So okay. Anyway, they, we have the the Savage Six in there now with like some other weird bad guys, like a tarantula. I've never heard of tarantula. So, the fuck is that? Yeah, I, I only knew to, I only knew half of them until yeah. they actually like started naming them, and I was like, oh, that's who that is. <laughs> I have heard of tarantula. Okay, but I did not. I don't know him well enough to actually know that that's what he looked like. All right. And then, uh, who was the other one? The like dinosaur guy. There was a, a Tyrannosaurus um, Rex. Yeah. Uh, ah, fuck. And then there was a guy who transformed Stegron into a something. giant. Like, yeah. Stegron, I think was a. Yeah. Fuck. What a dumb name. Yeah. What the hell is this dinosaur? Have you heard, have you, have you ever heard of the dinosaur before? No. Okay. I haven't either. That was a really weird villain. Um, fuck, there was another, who was the other one that you just mentioned? The other one looked just like the, uh, Tarantula, pretty much, except a different, like, logo. Oh, okay. He wore green in his costume instead. Yeah, I can't remember what that one's name is. is isn't it, like, King Cobra I don't or something? think his name was ever mentioned. Really? Okay. Yeah, I can't remember who that was. But yeah, kind of a B-tier thing. I mean, they did have the Rhino and the Scorpion in there, and, uh... Uh, the vulture. vulture, yeah. So those ones are cool, but then the rest of them, it's like, who the fuck is this guy? Okay, so then they kind of go back and forth. The Savage Six is like, oh, don't use our likeness. Uh, we don't like to be portrayed in movies. No, it was all because Vulture was a character in this movie. And so the rest, the other five of them, agreed to like help him stop the movie from getting made just to... yeah protect his ego which i don't understand why your crime syndicate would bother putting forth the effort for that that doesn't seem like a worthwhile cause well they got to draw like, a line somewhere no, like, payday. like there's no payday at the end of stopping this movie that's true <laughs> like what the fuck is the reason for like rhino to give a shit oh well, you know he's just a big dumb guy you could just tell him hey go smash he's like all right i'll do that but yeah it's like copyright is very important to um the villains here that's the only laws they abide by is copyright law <laughs> character infringement yeah. is huge in the criminal villain <laughs> enterprise you got to pay for his story you can't just steal his story and i think at, at the very end he like reveals to mysterio that he's jealous that he's not going to look good in this movie and that was the entire reason he yeah. wanted to stop it vanity although i mean he was being played by clearly ray Liotta in this movie, yeah. like a fictitious, obviously a shit Ray Liotta. But I think they even like mentioned was in the movie bad fellows. Oh, right. Yeah. Ha <laughs> funny. Yeah. So anyway, they, they eventually do that and 
they finally wrap the movie just barely, you know, skating by, solving problems, putting out fires. And then at the end, they all go for sushi. And that's it. That's what we worked toward. Everyone got some sushi. I don't understand how the fuck this is a continuing series. What was the point of this series? I don't know. Like, so, like, <laughs> I also don't get why the fuck it turned MJ into, like, 90% tits. Like, that's all she is in this. Like, you know, she's 98% like column. just boobs. Yeah. This, she's animated as if this was, like, a early 90s, like, shitty comic book character female. Like, where back when they would just objectify the shit out of them like crazy. Yeah, that's, like, that's all it is. It's just giant fucking rack of MJs, and that's it for 90% of the book. And then, like, she's scantily clad for a little bit until she talks to the director, and, like, he finally agrees to, like, put her in a different scantily clad outfit, which is slightly <laughs> less yeah. scantily clad, I guess, maybe. There is no reason for this book to exist. Like, it, it serves zero fucking purpose. It is weird to give her, like, such huge tits, because... They, they're clearly trying to go for the whole, like, uh, girl power, women empowerment thing with her being the one to solve all these problems and stuff like that. But then also they just give her huge tits and put her in, like, a... Yeah, yeah, but they can't, they can't make it, like, realistic at all. They have to, they have to make her look like a, a comic book female, <laughs> yeah. you know? No, yeah, just uh, big tits. Uh, really thin waist and a huge ass. All right, perfect. That, that, yeah, that hourglass body shape or whatever. They like show him the first draft. It's like make the tits bigger, <laughs> bigger. Women, women empowerment can't happen without giant knockers. Well, you know, that, women have a lot of heart, so that's that's why they need the huge tits, is so they can fit the huge heart. Jesus, <laughs> Marvel, look, you're I'm, nailing it. Yeah, look, I'm not against. Great job, guys. Eisner Award winner. Right, I'm not against putting big tits on Mary Jane. I think you should keep putting big tits on Mary Jane. It's fine for me. Yeah, I mean... But I think if, it goes against it's, your message. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Keep doing it. Maybe I'll read the next one. I, I will not. <laughs> I definitely won't either. No, this book it is, like, really zero, stupid. <laughs> like, this book serves zero fucking purpose. Like, there is no need for a Mary Jane Watson story. Yeah, who the fuck like, cares about Mary Jane? Half of it was just, like, the redemption tale of fucking Mysterio. And now he's such a, like, goofy buffoon of, like, a villain that she has to, like, calm him down and save the day for him time and time again. And then, like, issue six, it's her guest starring at, like, a late night talk show and some guy in a Oni mask shows up and attacks. And, oh, she goes to the police station to report this murder that that Oni masked guy committed. So it's clearly continuing. This isn't a canceled series. It's not like a... yeah. A, six issue like special volume and that's it like i have no idea why this serves no purpose it doesn't like progress a spider-man story or anything it it does nothing for anyone yeah well i mean like i said i i think this would have worked it still would have been stupid but i think it would have worked better as just a mysterio book i i just don't understand the point of putting mary yeah i I mean i totally agree it's it's just completely pointless It, it doesn't make any sense why they would do that and it's Mary Jane's never been an interesting character. I mean, she's just been the damsel in distress, basically, and that's about it. I don't think we need more Mary Jane. I certainly don't. She needs to get back in uh, Spider-Man's kitchen, and then they all will be right. Solve those problems for him. Yeah. Like, what's for dinner? That's the only problem that matters. 
<laughs> Come on, Spider-Man's out there, have, you know, trying to fight a whole city of crime. You're you're all the way across the country, fucking dicking around with Mysterio, not even telling him about how Mysterio is uh, the the director of this film, lying to her. Man. Yeah, man, I don't like it. I don't like it. I did like that Mysterio hired Speedball because this is the first thing I've ever read with Speedball in it. The first oh, time yeah. I've ever seen her outside of the Spider-Man PS4 game. Mm. All right. Anything else about this book? I think that's all I had. Yeah, it's a waste of time. Don't don't fucking bother. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Gravity Falls is better than this one. So even though I... Oh, there was no question. I was, that was very lukewarm be... on that one. But yeah, it's way better. All right, so let's hear some reviews. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck! Okay, so this review is from Goodreads, and it's three stars. This was a fun surprise. MJ is off on a new movie set, but she is the first to realize the director is not who he says he is. It's actually Mysterio. But all he wants to do is make art. A movie that will live on forever, so MJ agrees to keep his secret, and together they try to make a movie that'll change the world, but at every turn they hit a snag from money loss, losing actors, and getting attack by the Sinister Six. Should be Savage Six. You made a mistake there. Yeah, definitely not the Sinister Six. This is the C-list squad. Right. And I like this question. Will they be able to finish? Well, we'll see. With those tits, I'm sure. MJ is a great lead. She's always been a really good character, but to let her shine here was really nice. Also, Mysterio made me laugh a few times. It was a nice change of pace. The art was cartoony, but fit the narrative. I mean, nothing happened was a surprise or blew my mind. I think it's a very cliche story in ways, but the charm of it keeps it from being dull. Overall, good stuff, a 3 out of 5. So, I, I mean... That was a that's a pretty great review for three, right? Yeah, that was that sold this book in a big way, a way I don't at all agree with. Oh yeah, I don't agree at all. But I mean, like there was zero on, charm in this. Yeah, definitely. I did not think it was charming at all. I thought it was annoying and just like I don't, the girl power thing. It just seemed very. It's like, come on, man. I, I see what you're doing. You're not fooling me here. That's the entire, that's the entire theme of uh, the Spider-Gwen book. I mean, yeah, you could have just left it with that, because like, MJ's in that. She's in her band. I oh, mean, well, we already got why it. Why the fuck? Yeah, why? It was the most pointless fucking comic book ever. I don't understand why. Who at Marvel greenlit this and was like, yeah, that's what we need now. The damsel in distress, like, coming through with uh, simple problem-solving solutions. There's a compelling story for everyone. I mean, it's always like the same thing. It's it, Whenever you put a woman in the lead like that who is traditionally the damsel, it's like, oh, we have to think of a way to outsmart everyone, which is basically what she was doing with, uh, you know, figuring out all the movie shit. I, I don't know. Anyway, fuck it. Uh, don't read it. <laughs> Garbage. Speaking of uh, female empowerment... Fuck these comic book shows. Stargirl. What do you think of Stargirl? We watched the first two episodes, by the way. I liked it. I'm interested to see what keeps going on. I, All right. It, it's certainly it's certainly not as good as Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing was infinitely better. Young Justice is infinitely better. 
Harley Quinn is a lot better, but it's better than the Doom Patrol. Yeah, I could agree with that. Yeah, I'm I'm wondering if this is going to have the Swamp Thing sort of effect uh, as well. Like, maybe it starts off interesting enough, but I'm I'm thinking by the middle it's probably going to get old. I mean, I did like it at first. I, I liked the first episode a lot. Um, I like how Joel McHale was Starman. Starman, which seems like a way more interesting character if you have, like, you know, the guy from Community doing it. I'll watch that. It seemed like he was just doing whoa, a community whoa, thing. Whoa. Do not build Joel McHale as the guy from Community. That's former Talk Soup host, Joel McHale, sir. I think Community is his, his greatest role. No way. The Soup, man. I never watched The Soup. Oh, that was such a great show. Well, I would rather wait, just what see... Was that shitty, wait, what was the shitty Netflix oh. show that he had, which was basically The Soup, but it was a Netflix-owned one, so they couldn't call it The Soup? It was like called the Joel McHale like, Show with it was like show Joel with, McHale with, with, Show or something. Yeah, it's like the Joel McHale Show with Joel McHale. So he just uses his name twice in it like an asshole. That's it's like awesome. I'm never gonna watch the shit. That <laughs> looks terrible. Yeah, that's that's what he's known for. Yeah, exactly. That's a crowning achievement. I mean, I'd rather see now. him do more though. It just felt like he wasn't taking it seriously at all. It's like I'll, I'll watch some goofy hero thing or whatever. And dude. Star Man comes in in the beginning there, and he's like throwing that staff around like a boomerang, like wearing red, white, and blue with a star on his chest. It's like, come on, man, this is just Captain America. What the fuck are we doing here? It's nothing. None of this is like Captain America. It's exactly like Captain America. Why do, you always, shot. why do you always feel the need to compare Star Girl to Captain America? I'm comparing Star Man to Captain America now. They're even more similar. It's not, one has a shield, one has a staff. They couldn't be more different of weapons. But they're throwing it around and it's boomeranging back. That's just simple physics, man. Like <laughs> physics, yeah. You throw a shield or a staff, it's gonna boomerang back to you. All right. Have you ever thrown a stick that didn't boomerang back to you? Um, I guess I haven't. After hitting every Nazi in the proximity right. of you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like I mean, it just simply happens. Like you can't explain science. Yeah, that's true. All right, fine. You got me there. But I was disappointed that he died. It's like, I want to see more of that. Let's let's get more of that going. Oh, yeah. And uh, so and then it like turns out that maybe this was Stargirl's dad because she has like a locket. So the same day that Starman dies is the same day that Stargirl's dad walked out on her family. So maybe like his secret identity was banging his mom or was banging her mom. And then for some reason, somehow that the widow of Starman would end up with his sidekick and uh, getting married to them. I don't know. I was confused by this. I, I mean, it's also confusing and maybe it's, it wasn't actually her father, but in the comics, it is not okay. her. That is just a piece of shit. Like scumbaggy dude who just fucked his, her mom and then left. They better not make it Joel McHale or Starman or that's going to really, yeah fucking suck i mean she has the locket that clearly has joel McHale, uh joel McHale's photo in it so that could just be a lookalike it could be his stunt double yeah so star girl has major daddy issues so that's pretty cool yeah <laughs> casting in this is great her mom is yeah. amy smart her stepdad and the sidekick is luke wilson luke wilson yeah they had like familiar faces here. I think they actually tried to put a decent cast together, which is nice. So it wasn't bad. 
Oh yeah. And then, so Joel McHale gives the staff to Luke Wilson. And so, you know, years later, once uh, Luke Wilson is fucking his widow or whatever, or however that story is supposed to go down. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. I have a big note, like right before that happens. Yeah. I absolutely love the scene. Cause like typically anytime there's like a, a hero and a sidekick dynamic, like with the hero's dying breath, they're like, it's all, it's all on your shoulders. Now you have to carry on my mantle. Yeah. You have to save the day now. But I love in this Starman is like, no matter what, this staff is not for you. Find someone who's better than you and give it to them. It's not for you. Let me repeat that before I die. Not you. Anyone else than you. Someone is going to be better than you and give it to them. I love that. Yeah, that was fun. I mean, that's that was like the thing. It's like that Joel McHale thing. He's he's not taking it too seriously, which makes it, it, makes it fun. But yeah, he takes the staff and he just has it in a box and uh, they're moving to, they moved to Nebraska or whatever, Stargirl's from California, and uh, she's not happy about moving to Nebraska, obviously. But they're moving there, they're unpacking, the movers are taking, like, the staff thing, and he's like, oh, let me take that, hold on, you guys stop there, you guys stop. And then, like, he runs to the box at the moving truck, and then the the movers walk away, and he's like, eh, I think I'll just get this myself. Before he even picks it up, though, he's just like, all right, let's go get something to eat. And he just, like, leaves it there on the truck anyway. Very strange scene. He's just like, hey, hold on, hold on, I'll get that. All right, let's go. Let's go to eat. I thought they dropped it and he was telling them to just be careful because that one was valuable. No, he was, like, telling them, like, you know what? I'll just get it. You guys just back off there. I'll take care of this one. And then just he just walks to it and, like, touches it. And then he's like, I'm too, I'm hungry. Let's go eat. They they have a lot of older stuff to move in. They'll still be working. You're just going to no leave problem. it on the fucking ramp, though? What the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's not on the way. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? going to kill Don't those movers. <laughs> oh, He's man. a hero. It's yeah. fine. What do you think about Crusher, the gym owner? So that, that's probably my favorite part of this. Okay. couple characters who I only know from like Young Justice, but Artemis, who's another girl at the school. She's a member of the Young Justice team. Tigress, who has been a lot of different characters in the comic books. But at some point in time on Young Justice, Artemis actually takes over as Tigress. And then Sportsmaster is their dad. And uh, that's who Crusher is. Crusher is Sportsmaster. Oh, really? So it's cool to actually see him. Like, he's going to be a villain at some point in time on this. I'm very excited to see him in a live-action setting. What's Sportsmaster? Does he just play sports? What the fuck is his power? He's basically Casey Jones. He just used sports-themed weapons to beat people up with, like baseball bats and hockey sticks and golf clubs. All right. Or wearing a hockey mask. Super badass and a golf bag. Yeah. Sports talk. Where's that drop, yo? Oh, shit. Hold on. Sports talk. All right. Sports talk. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's fun. He can, he can, like, play tennis at her. That'd be cool. Uh, But, yeah, I, yeah. I felt like... He had the name like Crusher. I own the gym. Let's get ripped. But he really wasn't. He was kind of like lean. You know, he wasn't really that muscular. I feel like with a name like yeah, Crusher, you, you need, need to, be to get on juice if it's going to be yeah. called Crusher. Seriously, you are not. You are not big enough to be called Crusher. I mean, maybe maybe for Nebraska, he's considered like juiced. Maybe, yeah. Just by comparison, I guess I don't know. I mean, compared to Luke Wilson, yeah, but not compared to anyone else, really. Also, one little note I have here. Yeah. They do a brief little montage to be funny of like 
when Luke Wilson goes into his gym to like start working out for a day and he's like doing sit-ups with weights and he's right. like, oh, how long have we been doing this? And he's like three minutes. But they show a quick scene of Luke Wilson's shoes. He has some awesome looking shoes. I, I want those shoes. They're like these blue little like running jogging shoes. They looked awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Good job. Uh, wardrobe. I don't know what those wardrobe yeah. people or uh, costume designers. Yeah. They nailed it. Speaking of uh, Nebraska, whatever the city of Nebraska is, it takes place of the original Wade Box Challenge. Oh, really? They mentioned. They mentioned like a couple of like famous people who are from the state of Nebraska. Wade Boggs is one of them. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah. Wade Boggs. I'm, I'm I'm shocked you didn't know that one. I thought for sure you would have that noted. I, I missed it. I must have I must have been not paying attention. I was drinking that strong ass beer, so you know I, I missed. So you were doing your own things. Wade Boggs challenge in honor of Wade Boggs challenge. I'm drinking that 11 percent beer now. By the way, that uh, Fantastic Voyage, pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. Yeah. It's like the Coolio song in your mouth. Oh, yeah. It's good. Perfect. <laughs> and slip and sliding all over the place. Yeah. Come along and ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anyway, so cut to um, Stargirl starting her high school, which uh, I kind of like this high school thing. It was giving me like a Riverdale vibe a little bit there. I like how the uh, the cool guy who is introduced by coming up to some girl saying, oh, smells like slut here, and then tries to like creep on Stargirl's phone, like, what kind of pixel yourself you got on here? He's like this redhead kid, which I think is, it's it's strange to have like a redhead being the intimidating one, but it, it gave me that Archie vibe, just because of that fucking bright red hair. Yeah, and what high school kid would pick on like the girl who's willing to take like nude photos of herself and like save them on her phone, yeah. which clearly got hacked or distributed? Like every fucking dude should be like, Nice as fuck to that girl. Like, like, why yeah, is she singled out like outcasted? That makes no sense. It's like, let me see them titties. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you send me some of those pictures? Right. And then, uh, weirdly, too, it's uh, that redhead guy is dating the hottest girl in that school. Like, come on, that hot bitchy I mean, Asian girl. Ginger science. That's yeah. apparently that's the thing that's happening now in the 2010s. Right. 2020s. Wait, what was her name? Name, Back in my her day, name is hot Cindy. Back in your day, redheads got all that. Back in my day, a redhead wouldn't stand a chance. We'd bully the shit out of him. Uh, that's yeah, me too. Until they probably killed himself. We we called no redheads in high school in my day. Uh, ginger stallion. But apparently, hot Cindy is taking a ride on the ginger stallion. Good for her, man. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the future tigress. I think she's oh, one really? of the future villains. Okay. Well, she was the hottest one. She can do whatever she wants. Including villainy? Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. They also had a Fortnite reference. I had that in my notes as well. Yeah, dude, Fortnite. On the Switch, dude. That dude is playing Fortnite on the Switch. Yeah, he was playing the Switch. Yeah. He he got his connected to Wi-Fi, and they just moved in and didn't even have, like, a cable provider come to their house. How the fuck does mine not connect? (laughs) You can't even Bullshit. download Fortnite right now. You can download Bullshit. Fortnite for free yeah. as soon as I you can outraged. get on there. I am fucking outraged. Yeah. Fuck you, Nintendo Switch. Sponsor us. Yeah, please. Fuck yeah. Nintendo Switch. Buy one today for $500. Nintendo Switch. 
it's really not worth it. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> so far, it's well it is worth not. it. Yeah, dude, that's well worth I, it. I strongly disagree with that. Get statement. into the games, man. Get into the games. Anyway, um, um, last, last note of episode one that I have here. Okay. My very best friends from work. I liked this stripped down acoustic or like, I don't know what it was, a stripped down version of Umbop that they show when they first introduced Stargirl in her bedroom. Yeah. My best friends from work, Taylor and uh, the youngest Hanson brother. Mm-hmm. We chit chatted. We're friends. Oh, nice. Cool. That was cool. Yeah, you got to see your buddy. Yeah. All right. All right, so one more note that I found here. Uh, The whole reason Ginger Stallion even starts fucking with Stargirl and, like, going through her phone is because they come over to start bullying the the girl with the leaked news. Yeah. And then Stargirl has the audacity to step up to these bullies and tell them to leave the girl alone and stop bullying. And that's why they have to start tormenting her next. Yeah, logical. Really, really like that. Right. And then and then the principal came and like pulled her aside after that. How dare she stop school bullying on school grounds? Right. You better not. Yeah, how dare you? Right. So and then another thing I had about episode one is when Stargirl finds that the staff for the first time, the staff is like pulling her around and shit and then Having uh having her practice gymnastics because there's no gymnastics team at the school. How fucking terrible! But at one point she just starts like pole dancing on the staff. So I like that a lot. It's like okay, we went from gymnastics to pole to pole dancing real fucking quick. She's a 15 year old (laughs) girl, so I didn't like that at all. Well, how old is the is the actress? She's got to be of age, right? Wait, wait, wait. We're going to find better out. Hope. We're going to find better out. Hope. Oh, fuck. You better hope or you've got some editing to I do, know. my friend. <laughs> Holy shit. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. Let's find out if I have to edit. Just turned 18 two days ago. Wait. So in this scene, she was still underage. She was born. No, no, no. She was born May 25th, 1999. So we're good. We're good. 21. Close call. Whew. All right. So, yeah, definitely pole dancing. I approve. I'd watch that pole yeah. dancing. Yeah, I'd, now, now I'd that's that all cleared up. Club. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm bored. I'd go to that high school strip club. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd let her ride on my cosmic staff. Yeah, you would. I'm glad I wrote cosmic staff and then drew a dick next to it because that's how I came up with that <laughs> joke right now. <laughs> <laughs> <Good job. laughs> that was good I, I can't believe i left that that nice joke to my i didn't know how i was going to use that but i knew i would all right <laughs> oh and i also like how she uh it, okay so she goes wow. to the drive-in the staff brings her the drive-in to you know help get revenge on the bullies or whatever and i like that she like puts on a mask and starts fires it kind of reminds me of like the times today you know, we all put on masks. We all start fires in the night. It's fine. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, and then that redhead guy's father turns out to be like the big supervillain uh, brainwave who somehow isn't the leader of his supervillain team. And Icicle, the guy who can turn into ice, is the leader of the supervillain team. That doesn't make any fucking sense. This guy can read minds. This guy, I don't like being cold. That's true. Being cold would suck. Yeah, dude. Who cares if they read my mind? I mean, though, to be fair, I, I sweat all the time. 
in the, in the most like room temperature of temperatures. Yeah. So I would kind of I would vote for the ice guy just because he could keep me cool and like feeling comfortable. Yeah, in the summer he's rather pleasant to be around, but in the winter he's a real monster. I'm not going to be at my best for the League of Supervillains. Yeah. If I'm like sweating and uncomfortable and like distracted and shit. Right. He's got my over the guy who could brain control me and make me vote for him. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, just brain control him, make him vote for you to be the leader. What the fuck's wrong with you? He's just like, it, he's like bowing down to the hey, ice guy. All supervillains work on the honor system here. Okay. That's what you're failing to recognize. <laughs> yeah. They all made a pact. If they tried to steal our likeness in our in a movie, we're going to go after him. We'll, we'll grab some C-list like, backup guys <laughs> yeah. and we'll go after the guy's girlfriend. Right, exactly. And uh, and that cosmic staff though reminds me a lot of my dog. Like when I'm lying in bed in my in my hoodie, jeans, and shoes, uh, the dog will come to the end of the bed and just like stare at me, just like in that scene. So that staff has a lot of dog-like features, and I think that's to make it appeal more <laughs> to people. It's like, see, it's just like having a having a dog. This staff. Yeah, my pups are always fighting crime and shit too. Yeah, they always like pulling you along. Yeah. Yeah, anytime I take them on a walk, they're always pulling me along right. to, like, stop villainy. <laughs> yeah. Doers. Right. And bullying. Dude, that's got to be a lot easier with, like, small dogs. It's like, the dog here is he's, like, too big, and he, he's too stupid and strong. He's like, I'm going to smell that shit. And it's like, come on, man. Chill the fuck out. But why was Stargirl sleeping in her hoodie, jeans, and shoes in bed in that one scene? That was a weird thing to sleep in. Comfort. <laughs> yeah, I guess those so. cold Nebraska nights. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then her stepdad has a stupid, big, stupid robot. That was fun. I really like the way they they made that thing on this show. It didn't look nearly as shitty and like corny as I was thinking it was definitely going to be. What? It was very it shitty great. and corny. Well, it I, okay, it looked corny, but it didn't look too shitty. So, yeah, the CGI wasn't terrible with the robot specifically. It was terrible with all the other stuff, but not with the robot. But yeah, I mean, it's still corny. Looks like a stupid 50s car. Okay, and then, uh, yeah, I keep keep forgetting about more about the staff here. When Stargirl is having trouble fighting the uh, the brain guy, why doesn't the staff just fly away? Why does she have to find the robot and then the robot flies away like puts her on his back and flies away. So I can't, I thought the staff could just fly. They're flying around like it's a broomstick. So just do that. Maybe the staff didn't want to leave. It wanted to keep fighting. Maybe. I don't know. That's weird. Staff's a fucking asshole. Yeah. The staff's powers are inconsistent at best at this point. Except for on your dancing game. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, when they go back to fight, brainwave you know he's brainwave right he controls all the shit with his mind it's hard to touch him but the robot just flashes his high beams at him and he's like oh 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 and then he's distracted enough for star girl to like smash his head opened with a uh, staff and then later he's in the hospital i guess it didn't kill him but he's in the hospital and the doctors are like oh he suffered a uh, a, a seizure from this ent- this from this huge gash in his head <laughs> What do you mean a seizure? He got smashed in the head by a fucking staff, like a blade. It's a, it's a head wound. It's not a seizure. I mean, they're clearly using their powers to make them think that that's all it is. 
<laughs> they don't yeah. know their powers. No, his brain brainwave. Maybe. Try to disguise it. Could be it. The little his son takes over his brainwave at some point in time. Yeah, they were implying that he's like, son, what am I thinking? Kept trying to test him to see yeah. if he like had the powers. Yet. Yeah, yeah. In the comics, he does become brainwave at some point in time. I think. I assume he's going I to mean, in this show. He can't just like show up with a giant like staff, magic space staff gash in your head. Yeah. At a simple local Nebraska hospital. How is that story going to work out? Right. So you got to disguise it somehow. And with his dying breath, he disguised it in his mind powers. Yeah, maybe. Definitely. That explains it, then. Yeah. So, my favorite part of this entire thing is, they have a high school, like, parent-teacher open house. An open house is what it's called. Yeah. have an open house at the high school. And, uh, this guy is just, like, brain-searching for someone who, like, recognizes him. Finally, Stargirl is like, oh my god, it's Brainwave. She thinks that, and he catches on it. So he like chases her down and corners her in an empty hallway of a high school. It's this like old like 50, 47-year-old man just cornering a 15-year-old girl for a one-on-one meeting at midnight on a school night. Like that dude has to be on every fucking watch list ever <laughs> yeah. after that. Yeah. Well, that's the advantage of brain power is you can be as creepy as you want. You can make people forget. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> or just like send them all way. away. Everything's cool here. Don't worry about it. Yep. That was my favorite part of this entire show. Yeah. It's the fantasy. All right. That's all the notes I had about this. Uh, do you have any more about this show? I like to see him Wildcat, even though it was only for like three tenths of a second. And he just gets immediately fucking massacred. Yeah. In that opening fight with the Justice Society. Yeah, it was cool to see him. All right, that was cool. You know, I, I, and uh, another thing to this show's credit is I like that they subdued Brainwave uh, so quickly. I thought Brainwave was going to be like the the main villain for throughout the whole series, but I really like that they just sort of they're like, okay, we beat him; he's defeated now. I kind of like the potential of them like going around and finding all the villains that uh, killed. Joel McHale in the beginning. I think, I think that's cool. That's why he's the leader. Well, they're going to have to get through all the other ones to get to icicle. I think so. I I like that potential. Yeah. And I think his name is gambler and then icicle. Right. Uh, Solomon Grundy, right? Oh yeah. Fucking girl. Oh shit. I totally forgot about Solomon. Yeah. yeah. He was in there. He's going to have to deal with that at some point. I think we have potential here. Like the show was, I mean, he's kind of stupid, but, I think it's fun too, and I like that they're not just focusing on this one dumb bad guy that um, I was kind of tired be of. The very next episode, I think, because he's like the first villain that she battles in the comics. Oh, okay, cool. All right, awesome. So, I, I mean, I think I'll keep watching the show. How about you? As long as you keep throwing it on Dropbox, I will. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. DC Universe, subscribe today. Yeah, PirateBay.com. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I think the show has at least started off stronger than I thought it would. I thought it would be fucking terrible, but it, it's really not that bad. I I, kind of, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was solid. So, watch Stargirl then. I didn't get around to listening to Stargirl podcast. Fuck.
I should have I, I heard some of the first episode. Really? How was it? Uh great. Alright. It's none of it's none of the people I recognize, so I'm a little upset about that. Like there was no Andy B or Corey or those girls from the super girl back girl. Yeah, show. yeah. The one who hates dads, she would have been perfect oh, for this yeah. show. Yeah, I think I think her name was also Jess. Especially like at the end, if they reveal that like it's not Joel McHale and it, her dad is actually the same as the comics, just like a shitty human being who bailed on her. She would love that. She would fucking love that. She'd be all over it. I listened to the Stargirl podcast like a long time ago when the trailer came out. I think I mentioned it on the show before, but during that time they had someone with like a Hispanic accent. Is that still? Is it still that girl? No. Oh really? Whoa shit! All right. Well, I need to I need to get into that. But, you know, change of plans here, so I didn't get around to it. So, uh, is there any show you want to watch for next time? Um, I mean, Doom Patrol Season 2 just came out. I don't want to watch that, but that's an option. It's an option, yeah. Okay, let's... You can watch Gravity Falls, since you're such a fan now. I, whatever, whatever you want to do. What what do you want to watch? I don't care. Eh, let's let's do Doom Patrol season two. Just because you know comic books and new comic book shows. Let, let's just the first episode of season two. I don't think I can do more. Yeah, I don't. I'm interested <laughs> to know how the fuck they got to a second season. Yeah, yeah. So we'll just do that first episode of season two next time. So, you got anything else to talk about today? No. All right. I think that uh, I don't either. We'll just uh, keep playing Switch, playing some Wii, you know? Fuck yeah. What old games did you end up getting? Oh, I got a Zelda game. I got Mario Galaxy. And uh, I got Mad World. Have you ever seen Mad World? I know the song. Okay. It's like, well, it's a game where you're playing as like a mercenary who like murders people and it's uh it's all done in like a very black and white comic style so it's kind of an interesting game but um (laughs) this game just as you like all you do in it is you just mime murder actions with the wiimote which is fucking hilarious (laughs) so like i was playing with my brother and it's just like it's just like, all right, use the wiimote to chainsaw that guy (laughs) you like have to swing your arm like you're using a chainsaw (laughs) it's like pick him up you have to like uh gesture forward to grab someone and then carry them and like slam them onto like this uh they call it a rose bush but it's just like spikes coming out of the wall (laughs) you're just like slamming slam slam and you just do like violent super violent super aggressive murders it's awesome you like mime all the actions it's really fucking funny so i recommend it it's good riot practice (laughs) yeah i'll i'll hone my skills Mm -hmm. All right. What do you want to read for the next comic episode? So I'm going to pick something called Nailbiter. Okay. What's that about? I don't know. All right. Cool. It's an image comic book, and the cover had a hand with, like, it looks like the nails had been, or fingertips had been bitten off, and they were just dripping blood. Oh. So. Ah. Look cool. Disgusting. All right. Cool. Let's do it. Alright, um, I'm also going to pick something that just looked weird. Uh, it's called Strayed. And uh, it's about a cat or something. An interdimensional 
Astral Plane Cat. Oh, that was abandoned? I think so, yeah. So, Strayed, Volume 1. That's from Dark Horse Comics. But there's a cat on the cover, so that should be fun. And Doom Patrol Season 2, Episode 1. Doom Patrol Season 2, Episode 1. We'll check that out. All right, so that should be in two weeks when we do that. Uh, In the meantime, uh, join us for a regular episode. And follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. Did you create that new drop? No. At Teach to the God. Damn it. Um, Follow us. At Drafts HBD Pod. Um, And. Patreon.com slash Giraffes at Black Tongs. And something else. SoundCloud.com slash DJ Von Oh, yeah. Mir. DJ Von Ma- DJ Von Mir. Yeah. DJ Von Mir. I gotta, I gotta make that drop to make life easier. It's hard to remember when you have uh, 11% beers. <laughs> yeah, the memory gets a little hazy. Yeah, it does. Damn. All right. So join us next time for that. Follow us in all those places. And uh, we will see you guys next week with a regular episode. Bye. person podcast i know this threw off everything i know right i was really counting on ralph to carry me through all the talking parts (laughs) yeah all the talking (laughs) you had to talk a lot more this time i like how i'm excited for my own podcast to just like sit there in silence and not have to like bother speaking (laughs) (laughs) that was really getting me excited yeah (laughs) that's true you were silent on that uh episode 100 thing no i i chimed in a couple times a couple but times yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have to talk really at all it was awesome right that's just, that's just all right you're to be excited to sit there in silence yeah you just, just listen, listen yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you get breath of the wild yet on your switch that's one of the two uh digital ones i have oh so, okay no. fuck i can't download it fuck yep Really got to get this going because that's the best one. Guys, switch. God damn it. Fuck that. Oh, man, that sucks. Like, I, I'm really hoping Ralph is right about thinking it's just that there's an update that my system needs. And since I yeah, can't connect hopefully. the internet, I can't get it. It's got to, I can't figure out why the fuck it, what else it could be because it's brand fucking new. Well, yeah. Yeah, either that or like a faulty. Wi-Fi thing or whatever, which would really suck. Pain in the ass. Maybe someday I'll think this thing is cool. Hopefully, because it is. They've got they got a lot of cool shit on there. Just buy Nintendo Wii as well. <laughs> My murders. I mean, maybe for that game alone I will. Yeah, it's pretty cool. 
that that's the thing about the Wii, man. Because like you got to like move around and shit, which kind of sucks. You know, it's like novel, or it was novel back then, but now it's just like, oh man, come on. I just want to like, how do I turn off all this motion shit and just like sit down and not have to move anything except my fingers? Like, what's even the point then, though? That's the entire fun of the Wii. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like, it's not that fun. It is. That's how they revolutionized (laughs) video games. So I'm playing like the first Zelda game, which, um, it was like a launch title for the Wii as well. So their, their like motion control thing isn't that advanced. So to swing your sword as Link, you just need to like shake the controller, you know, like you're swinging a sword, but like, it doesn't really matter what you do because it doesn't sense like how you're swinging it. Right. It just knows that you're swinging and then Link will just do like his standard combo things. So I'm like doing that and like slaying on my stomach, like, jiggling the my wrist around like uh, uh, uh. And, and like that's all i want to do like i'm trying to do it like as little motion as possible <laughs> when like the point was like you're supposed to move and shit i but mean it's like a pain in the ass man i am maybe this is the system to get yeah maybe maybe you should get it i know the other zelda game it's like it's a lot more intuitive with the motion like it can sense you know which direction you're going it's like are you going horizontal or uh, vertical or diagonal and shit so it matters more with that game it's like cl- a lot closer like one-to-one movement but in this game it like really doesn't matter i'm just like fuck it i got a email from gamefly today i'm getting doom sent to me so i should have that in a couple of days oh nice you said you already beat that one no my brother did he really likes it but i i just don't get as into shooters like that Oh, I didn't even know it's a shooting game. Yeah, it is. Do you I've like shooters? I just, I just put it on there because it was new. Okay. Are you, do you like playing shooters or is that your Not thing? normally. Yeah, I don't really like it either. I, I, I kind of like bounced off of it. Like, I mean, I guess it's cool. Right before it came out, you know, my brother's all excited. He kept showing me videos about it. And they, were, they had like some sort of a death metal choir um, to do the, uh, do the, soundtrack for the game so you just have like all these metal people like singing together and like the metal screams or whatever but it's like they make it sound like really stupid and like (laughs) they they kept trying to like do the diversity thing they're like oh yeah we have these people from all these metal bands but like half of the singers are like women which is weird it's like well in metal bands it's like typically not women like it's just kind of weird for the ratio any any metal orchestra band that I've ever heard, and I think this is only like two or three, they're always singers, so that's cool. Like, uh, what's that one? Epica? Is yeah, yeah, one yeah, that that's you- one. Yeah, that's one that I, yeah, I mean, they're not, I'm not saying they're... Apocalypso, which I think that one's a guy, and then there's one other one with a woman too, but I can't remember their name. Uh, the Agonist has a female singer. Um, there's another one I heard just recently called Ginger, which has a female singer, which is pretty good uh there's um fuck is there another one kitty has has all female orchestra well it's not not meant to be orchestra it's just like they took all these people from metal bands to do an orchestra oh yeah so it's just kind of weird it's like oh you have like this big metal thing but like and have like have it like 50 percent women for some reason even though like in reality it's like 
it's got to be a lot lower than that. I don't know what it is, but just in my experience, it's usually men doing it. So it's kind of like weird the way they project that kind of PC-ness to it. But then you hear it all together and it sounds like shit. Like <laughs> They're not even doing like the death growl thing. They're just all screaming at the top of their lungs and it sounds terrible. <laughs> so oh, man. I don't know. See if you can point out the uh, the death metal choir or uh, not death metal, but just metal choir. Um, yeah, I'm going to listen closely. Yeah, listen closely. Out. Yeah. But uh, I also realized you can request Switch games on there as oh, well. yeah. You should get I, it. I threw Animal Crossing on that, so we'll see about that. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, hopefully your online works. You can you can come to my island. Oh, wait, yeah, shit. If I can't connect to the internet, there is zero reason for me to ever play no, Animal you, Crossing. You, you build up your island. I don't want to go to your undeveloped island. Your third world fucking island. You got to develop that shit. I have to do shit. <laughs> develop it or I'm not going... I'm, who says I'm inviting you, man? I'm just gonna mooch off of you and Ralph and steal all of your crops and murder all your friends and animals or whatever you do in that game. Yeah, right. That's what you do. You murder. Yeah, yeah. You and murder and steal. Right. Cool. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna riot. I'm gonna peacefully yeah. protest <laughs> this island. God damn. <laughs> bad. Peacefully protest with this ask with this axe. Chop down all your trees and set it on fire. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know. Awesome. Is that one going to get me in trouble? Nah, fuck it. You cut okay. out a little bit anyway. Nobody knows. Thank Christ. Yeah. Use your imaginations. Yeah. And just do it was good shit. <laughs> Plus, it's the end of the episode. Hopefully, they didn't get this far. Yeah, no, it's, no one's still listening. Right. This, this won't come back on me at all. Okay. Right. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. Whew. 